0: what's up i'm not like you it's your co hosts eileen and esther we're good friends who don't have much in common except our plans to have more fuck yes moments in our lives let's do this boo yeah
1: morning eileen good morning where are we today we are back in our studio. Our studio. It's
0: our studio. It's a, yeah, we we pretend that it's our studio. <laughs> but it's a rented space. We want a studio so bad.
1: We are in a rented studio um, in New York City. So New York City always makes us happy. It's us. And it's spring in New York, which makes me extra happy because I love spring in New York.
0: It's like early spring though. Like we're getting summer. It's it's a weird. It's. I was in Florida last week, and it was warmer in New York. No than it way. was when the kids were still in Florida and I came home. Well, it's... and I'm going to Florida again next week, oh. and I think the weather's going to be like on par to here. Oh
1: well, that'll be amazing. So, yeah. Well, hopefully you get some lounge share time. But it's like that time of year when like the trees are blooming and like it smells really nice.
0: Okay, you're you're in very good spirits
1: today. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I love being here. I look forward to these days. You love being here. And we have
0: good topics today and like lots to talk about. We do have good topics today. I'm very excited. Um, oh, I do have a good Florida soundbite. Oh. So we went on a little trip within a trip while we were in Florida. Okay. And we went with another couple from where we live on Long Island to this hotel for the kids. It's like okay. a kid's... Bob hotel situation <laughs> like, okay it was a water park anyway so we all go out to dinner and we started talking about how like how long we've all been married and how you know there's a lot of like sharing money and when they're sharing money then there's opinions to be had and as we all know i'm not very interested in anyone's opinion anything <laughs> that i do and at the table i started saying to the husbands that i had this great idea and my great idea is that i want to open a bank <laughs> I want to open a bank for um, for wives. Okay. And the name of the bank is called It's None of Your Business. And the only thing that plays when you go inside the bank is the salt and pepper song. So I'm not going to sing it, but like we all know, you know it's none of no. your business. Oh, yeah. if I... Okay. That's going to be like playing over and over again. And it's basically like my version of like a Swiss bank. <laughs> so you could, like, the, the women put the money in there and then the husbands cannot see what we're buying with the money or ask us questions because it all goes into it's none of your business banking. I will be a customer.
1: I will be your number one customer.
0: The problem is that I can't add or um, count, so I'm not really sure that like my bank is something people should invest (laughs) in. But I do think that there's something to be said for the it's none of your business banking establishment. So if there's anyone listening who's in finance, I think this is gold. This is a gold (laughs) idea. It is actually
1: a really interesting idea because, well, I also what what it made me think of when you started with your genius idea was there's also like a lot of people who don't share money, right? Like I, I yeah, feel like I have a lot of friends who don't right, share money, and it's I, all
0: about how you set it up out of the gate.
1: Yeah, and I don't have any regrets. Like I, I, so my husband and I share money, like uh, entirely, like 100 um, percent. And I, I don't think I have an opinion. Either way, like whatever works for you. Um, but I don't really see, I don't know, I don't really see how that works. I personally don't
0: understand how it works. Well, here's what would happen at the I'm Not Like You bank. <laughs> <laughs> no, at the, uh, it's out of your business uh, bank. Um, I think, how, I know, I actually think how it works is that each, couple, each person has their own bank account. Yeah. And then there's a shared account. And you each put into the shared account money yeah. for like, The shared things. The mortgage, the nanny, whatever you're paying for. Yeah. But you got to set that up out of the gate and it's too late. This is what we did. So now that's why I have to open my own bank. Yeah. For the don't question my gene purchase funds, you know.
1: But I feel like also in your particular relationship, like you've told me before that you get anxious about spending like big sums of money on like shoes or whatever. And then – Nitsan will go and pay for you. So yeah. I feel like a, Are you being right.
0: unfair to him? No, I'm not being fair at all. Because he lets me <laughs> buy whatever I want. And like Eileen made a great point. I did buy these expensive shoes, and Nitsan was like, Don't go near the counter. Like, I'll just go up and pay because <laughs> it does give me anxiety to like put down your card and spend several thousands of dollars in one shot. I'm not being fair at all. I just thought it was funny, and I think it's it a is great funny. idea. I and do think it's a great idea. one day, if I want to be a banker, <laughs> this is where we're at.
1: I see a lot of things for you, and I think that you're the type of person who could create anything that you wanted. I do not see you being a banker. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Maybe I'll get some good power suits. <laughs> so I feel like suits are really in right yeah. now. So, like no. monochromatic, like bright colors, Like a suits. hot pink will be like a legally blonde moment at the bank with salted pepper. <laughs> <laughs> <background>. <laughs> Well, on that note, okay. the topic we're gonna cover today is when people tell you no. And I think you just told me no to not open a bank. Yeah. Now I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> You've said that before. Like when someone tells you no, it makes
1: you want to do it more. Yeah, it's bad. So,
0: so how did this come up? Like where did this start for you? Um, great question. I mean, I, I've been watching a few people around me hear the word no and be told no to things. And I think it's really interesting to watch. How different people react to that right so like if you're told no you can't open a bank <laughs> if you're told no you can't have, have this-, this job okay that's a good example you know i think that's a good example or um no i don't want to date you whatever it is like yeah. what do you do with that no yeah well the dating one is not a good example because you can't like actually force someone to date you <laughs> so we're going to remove that example from the list but No, you can't have this job. No, you can't do this. No, I don't believe you can get that done. No, Eileen and Esther, you cannot launch a podcast and actually um, do it with your full-time jobs. No, you can't have two kids and have these other things or still Mm. live the life you wanted before you had those children. There's just like a lot of no's that are told to you every day. Yeah. What do you do with a no? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really fascinating thing to watch other people. Like I know how I deal with no's and we'll talk about our own um, way that we treat the word no. But I think watching other people respond to no is fascinating.
1: Yeah, it it really is. And it makes me think of, again, and I love episodes where they really are like fundamentally I'm not like you from the perspective of what we're trying to create for ourselves and not necessarily the differences between us, but like how we think about what we've been told this looks like and what we've decided we want to make it look like. Um, And I think this is a a great example because you're right. Like there's so many limitations that the world places on you as a mom, as a career uh, woman, as a woman. And so I think it is important to have some version of awareness around this and then some skills to figure out like if you're being limited by your circumstances, or your environment, and it's constantly because there's a lot of no's in your way, like, what you do?
0: That's right. What do you do? Well, I, of course, have a Instagram <laughs> memes <from> Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and funny, the, the meme was taken from a restaurant okay. group that I'm in, so it has nothing to do with what I'm using and it for, but this is what I like. It says, the devil whispered in my ear, you're not strong enough to withstand the storm. I whispered in the devil's ear, I love your eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't get the eggs part. (laughs) Devil's eggs. Oh, (laughs) Like, I'm going to laugh, and then I'm going to be like, shit, I don't even know what she's talking about. <laughs> that's, that's why I was at a restaurant thing. But, like, it made me laugh because, like, that's how – not about the eggs, but that's how I would respond. That's how I respond to no, right? Like, someone told me you're not strong enough to do it, and I'm yeah. like, fuck <laughs> you. Go make some deviled eggs, I'm bro. <laughs> you are yeah. i wish we had videos of you crying. And then – in preparation, not just a coincidence. I feel like a lot of times when we pick our topics, I end up seeing a lot of inspiration that week. And I saw a TikTok, um, where they were interviewing, and it's such a weird um, example for me to give because it's a sports one. <laughs> but they were interviewing Praise LeBron yourselves. on when he was. Now I feel like I'm I'm about to I'm about to screw up the sports analogy. Well, when I he was can't. on a different team than the team he's. Okay, no, no, no. Out. Okay, no, no. no. I'm 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 not going to screw it up. They're interviewing LeBron on when he got injured and like how he was going to come back. So I guess he tore his Achilles heel and it was like a big thing oh. and he just didn't. He was 35 and he was like, I can't. I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna make it back from this. And one of the things that he said in the clip that I heard that I was like, that also goes to the no thing. He said, if you see me in a fight with a bear, pray for the bear. Yeah.
1: Like fuck that. Like I am like when I decide so I'm here for
0: it, I'm fucking here Exactly. For it. And that's the part again that I think is fascinating about watching other people. For me the word no is like a hundred percent fuel to me. Yeah. And it could be like even in my day to day life with my husband. If I'm like, hey, babe, let's go to the bank. <laughs> hey, babe, let's go. Uh, is it cool with you if I order another pair of shoes? And he's like, nah, man, don't do that. And I'm like, oh, no? Okay, so I'm definitely going to do that because you're not in charge of me. And I can't even tell you how many times I call Elite about random things during the day. And I'll be like, somebody just told me not to do this. So I'm absolutely going to do it now. <laughs> so to me, the word no is like, all I need to like seal the deal on whatever I had intended to do. It's not a stumbling block at all. It's like just gas on the fire of whatever the little thing was, like buying a stupid pair of shoes, all the way to like if I was told I wasn't getting a job, or like if I'm, I'll give you a great example, per, a personal example of like I felt really stuck in a role I was in once in my career. And I made a lot of grand statements of like, if I don't have what I want by the summer, I will leave. Yeah. And I just like kept saying it over and over again. And the people around me were like, no, you can't say that. You can't threaten us. You can't decide what it's going to be like. And I'm like, no, I I can and I will. And I and I literally just made the whole thing happen because I don't like when people tell me what my future holds. Because like that yeah. is up to me. Um Okay, how do you deal with the word no? Well,
1: I love that. And I think that that's something I definitely admire about you. And I think it's very funny that you're energized by other people's limitations. I love that. I know you do. And I like genuinely believe that about you. And so, I I do admire that. So, I thought about it in a couple of different ways. So, I've spent most of my career in sales, and I feel like what? I
0: did fuck up the sports thing. <laughs> She just made this face. That you have and I not helped like, us, Max. Did you know I <laughs> fucked up the sports analogy? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, keep Max going. Max is our, what's your our title? Producer. Our producer?
1: Um, Engineer. Our engineer.
0: engineer. Uh, of course I fucked it up because the Mamba mentality is Kobe Bryant, not LeBron. Oh. But like, no one should expect me to know shit about well, basketball. Well, you know
1: what? Had you said Mamba, I
0: would have known it was Kobe Bryant because I well, know then that I from I living I should have just LA. kept going and not said yeah, what it you was. you shouldn't have. Whatever. It A great basketball player. (laughs) Back to Eileen. Don't come to me for sports of any kinds. And Max, come on now. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I've spent most of my
1: career in sales. And I feel like you are conditioned when you're in sales to hear the word no and to understand what to do with the word no. And so I feel like very early on in my career, it became a conversation of when no means not yet right? And so, like, if you have a prospect who's who you think is qualified for whatever it is you're selling, and they say no, it's like, no, because the timing isn't right. No, because the market isn't right. No, because you're not the decision maker, right? Like, you have to define what's driving the no, right? Which I think is an interesting way to look at it. Um, But I think as more personally speaking as i've evolved in my life i think more about like thinking about no from the perspective of like if someone tells me no am i forcing something that isn't right for me right and and being like reflective on it because i think like what you're talking about like I don't know, maybe it's examples large and small where you're like, you gave the example of your career which is obviously larger or like the example of the shoes which is like smaller and less consequential. But I think that there are times when I feel like I've really wanted something and I've been told no. And so then it was like, well fuck you then, I'll go find someone else who will give it to me, right? Right. But then it's like taking the step back and being like, is this right for me? Like similar, like career-wise looking for a promotion or looking for an opportunity that like seemed like the logical next step or there was some like impetus driving my interest in it, but ultimately it probably wasn't what was best for me. And so the no was actually good because it was meant for me, but I was seeing it as, as like someone, you know, limiting me right right? so i think like that is maybe a way to think about it that's a little bit different which is like is there an opportunity to reflect on it and see whether or not it actually is right for you and then the last thing i was thinking about and this is something that i have learned recently and i don't know if i picked this up like in yoga or meditation or whatever but you know i always like to bring it back to my cushion and or my mat um and i maybe i was reading this again sort of reflection which is like am i sure which i guess is maybe like a part b of what i said earlier which is like asking yourself the question whether it's a prospect in business and you're in sales or it's a job opportunity or somebody you're dating or all of the examples that we've used to stop and say to yourself am i sure because if i'm sure then i should find a path and there's always a way to create the opportunity that you want to create but giving yourself that space to 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 either build your confidence around it and build your path to it or retreating and saying, you know what, actually I'm not sure that the timing is right or the opportunity is right or whatever and then not wasting your time and going to find your yes because you can spend a a lot of time and energy chasing shit that isn't right for you possibly if the no was actually meant for you.
0: I mean, I love that. I love that. And I like the the reframing of a no and thinking through if it's, like, something worth fighting for. It just truly is an I'm not like you moment because mm. I don't care if it's right for me or not. If you tell me no, game on. Yeah. it's Game on. And I did say to a friend the other day who was, like, struggling with a no, I said, like, No, no, you're not going to accept Noah's defeat. Like, this is when I do my best work. Noah's like, I'm going to fucking run your ass over. I'm going to get exactly what I want. Whoever was in my way, I'm going to figure out how to get around it, and I'm going to figure it out right now. And like, if you really want what's on the other side of that no, that's not the answer. You're going to push through it, and you're going to figure it out. So I think everyone obviously has personal, um, there's a lot of personal choice in a no. And in every situation, so you can. And I do love always when you give us your sales knowledge because I, <laughs> I do think that there's a lot to be learned sure. from some very basic sales. Absolutely, techniques that's that's for, for sure. life.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely true. And I think like you also learn to deal with rejection. And I probably I don't started like that either. Yeah, I probably started sales in my early twenties, mid twenties, maybe. So like I haven't at this game for a minute, and I I feel like. Even like what you do with rejection is super interesting, which I I think is probably the same thing, like in its essence, but like it certainly thickens your skin. So I think you often think about no as like a negative, right? Or like the like you don't you don't wanna know, right? But like ultimately it's made me a lot tougher and it's made me a lot more thoughtful. And it's made me fight for things that I want and have conviction in a lot of ways. And so, like, even from that perspective, like, I think rejection can actually be very a very valuable teacher.
0: It sounds like something you learned at therapy.
1: <laughs> I don't know that I got that, that from my therapist. I feel like I might have just therapy. come up with that. I think I might have just
0: – that might be an, an original EC. I, I need to speak to her. <laughs> and her. And confirm that information. Okay. Well – We've given you two perspectives. One is take that no, use it to like what is that that cliche add fu- add gas to the fire yeah <laughs> which is what I would do burn the whole thing down yeah I always get my way and it goes back to like we touched on this on a, I, I don't even know how many of our episodes about like me wanting to win yeah that has a lot to do with that you say no and it's like no 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 no, no absolutely <laughs> not so you could approach it that way if that's the the route you are determined to be on. Or you could take Eileen's POV, which is like simmer down, process. If this is the right thing to do, maybe accept that it's a no because the moon. <laughs> because the moon wants it that way. That's amazing. Um, or maybe it's just not yet. It's coming later.
1: I love all of that, and I have I have another point of view to throw into this discussion. Mm. Telling others no. And how they react to you?
0: Hmm. What comes up for you? I don't. I don't really have a problem telling other people. <laughs> it comes well, very
1: naturally. We've talked about this before, like creating boundaries. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. And not overextending
0: yourself. I didn't think of it through through that lens. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Of course. When we were in the studio last time, I also had a little cough. So I brought it back for V2. Eh, Excuse the, the sequel. The sequel. Um, yes, that's a great point. I don't I don't do all well boundaries so that in those in those ways, I don't say no. But when it comes to like business and decisions that I have to make in my day to day life, I'm super, super decisive. And I do not care to say the word no, even to my children who can like be the cutest little beggars ever. And I'm like, no, moving on. Yeah. I don't have a hard time with no.
1: I think we are. I am like you on this one. I don't have a hard time with no either. I mean, yeah, I'm not indecisive at all. No, me either. It just kind of made me, like, it made me think of some of the previous conversations we've had, and I wondered if there was, like, anything there, but sounds like we are pretty decisive about our... (laughs) (laughs) We were decisive.
0: No. No. Or or fuck
1: no, actually. Yeah. Fuck no. (laughs) the og
0: the og all right well everyone go think about the word no what it means to you what you do with it don't let people tell you what to do don't yeah. let people tell you what your limits are
1: yeah that's go get fuck.
0: them that's a fuck no <laughs> that is a fuck no all right we will see you next week with another episode of i'm not like you bye bye